Hello, and welcome to the January 27th episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on clean energy in Angola and Cote d'Ivoire, investment opportunities in Gabon, offshore wind development in Portugal, arbitration news in Timor-Leste, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Joana, over to you. We start this week's episode with news that Angola is committing to using 77% of clean energy by 2025. The announcement was made by President João Lourenço at the Panel on Clean Energy in Africa at the Abu Dhabi Sustainability Week 2023. Angola currently produces 76% of its energy from environmentally friendly sources, but to achieve its new goal, it has outlined complementary actions, such as the construction of a large hydroelectric dam that will add 2.3 gigawatts of hydroelectric power. The Minister of Energy and Waters, who was also at the event, pointed out the strengthening of institutional capacity and staff training as major contributors towards energy security and clean and cheap electricity. In addition, Angola is committed to building new energy transportation lines to every corner of the country and is taking the first steps in green hydrogen production. The president also stated that the country is open to producing wind energy and remains committed to climate action. Angola is also keen on adopting a low-carbon development model with a particular focus on the decarbonization of the oil and gas sector, in respect of which is already working with partners to achieve meaningful results. This joint action is evident with the growing commitment to solar energy production, green hydrogen, reforestation and waste treatment, as well as the implementation of the electric mobility strategy, which will allow for the orderly introduction of electric vehicles in Angola. During the official mission that the Angolan president led to the EUAE, three agreements for the modernization of infrastructures and energy production were signed, expanding and strengthening the cooperation between the Republic of Angola and the United Arab Emirates. The Minister of Energy and Water signed an agreement with Mazdar, under which the latter will produce up to 2 gigawatts of energy in Angola, starting with a first phase of 500 megawatts. The Minister of Transportation signed, on behalf of the Angolan state, a legal instrument with the Abu Dhabi Ports Company aimed at developing projects such as the Barra do Dand project, the construction of the Dand Port Terminal, as well as the Caio Deepwater Terminal and the Caio Free Trade Zone. Finally, Unicargas will benefit from a rehabilitation and modernization program by the Emirati Ad Ports Group. The Angolan president has also reaffirmed the need to build a railway line linking Angola and Zambia from the Angolan town of Luakanu in Moshiku province. At a joint press conference during Zambian President Akainde Ishilema's visit to Angola, the Angolan head of state announced that the connection will be made via the Bengala Railroad. Still regarding infrastructures, Rolores voiced that the countries of Southern and Central Africa need to increase investments in this sector in order to achieve regional integration among the states. In turn, the Zambian president reiterated his government's resolve to boost economic and social ties with Angola. In Cameroon, President Paul Bia signed a decree that formalizes the country's membership in the Africa Finance Corporation, a multilateral financial institution set up by African states to provide solutions to the infrastructure deficit in Africa. Cameroon will work with the corporation on key infrastructures to deepen integration, enable import replacement, and develop manufacturing and industrial capacity to account for 40% of GDP as part of the government's Vision 2035 program. 
The AFC has to date allocated more than 300 million US dollars to Cameroon to explore the country's natural resources, including corn, cassava, cotton, cocoa, oil and gas, as well as energy transition metals, such as cobalt and nickel. In 2018, the AFC also invested in Nactigal Hydropower Company. Cameroon's National Electricity Utility Company, Eneo, plans to invest 65 billion francs CFA in 2023. The expected investments will focus on improving the management of investment projects and the digitalization of Eneo's services, such as the reception in physical agencies and other points of contact, the connection of more new customers, and, in time, better billing and better collection. The government of Côte d'Ivoire has signed a 25-year power purchase agreement for a 50-megawatt PV solar plant with Amea Power under a build-own-operate-and-transfer model. The 60 million US dollar project is Côte d'Ivoire's first solar independent power project and will generate more than 85 gigawatts of clean energy per year. The project will thus support the country's clean energy ambitions of raising the share of renewable energy in the country's electricity generation mix to 42% by 2030. 30. In Gabon, the Nkok Privileged Economic Zone will become a special investment zone to allow it to host all types of businesses in various fields including tourism, technology and scientific research. The reforms undertaken to enhance the attractiveness of the Nkok Economic Zone also include creating a multimodal logistics service area within the future investment zone. The multimodal logistics area comprises a loading and unloading dock, a parking area for vehicles, stores and customs clearance areas, and warehouses around a network of multi-form transport infrastructure, comprehending road, rail or waterway, to reduce the time of supply and evacuation of products. The digital platform for investors, Gabon Virtual Deal Room, Gabon VDR, is finally fully operational and promoting its first business opportunities. The result of a public-private partnership signed between the Gabonese Ministry of Investment Promotion and the British company Asoko Insight, Gabon VDR is a secure digital platform designed to promote public and private sector investment projects, which will ultimately contribute to the country's diversification goal. The idea is to connect Gabon's priority projects to Asoka Insights database of over 600 Africa-focused investors ready to seize the many business opportunities in Gabon. Project portfolio covers a wide range of priority sectors, notably energy, health, education and productive sectors, such as timber, fisheries, agriculture and services. Following the energy shortage in southern African development community countries, Mozambique is planning to increase electricity exports in the region, further strengthening its position as an important regional electricity provider. Energy exports to the regional market currently represent 22% of Electricidad Mozambique's annual revenues. The board of directors of the Millennium Challenge Corporation, an independent U.S. government development agency working to reduce global poverty through economic growth, has endorsed Mozambique's continued involvement in developing the Compact II program. This program establishes assistance for the development of rural infrastructure, programs to support agriculture, the creation of conditions for the resilience of coastal populations through the protection and recovery of ecosystems, and the replacement of the mangrove forest in the province of Zambezi and the possibility of supporting other infrastructures for development, such as the National Hill Highway No. 1, as well as institutional reform and national policies.
The country has already benefited from the first MCC financing program completed in 2013, during which it received over 500 million US dollars, and the government remains committed to the reform process to combat corruption, deepen the rule of law, and observe the fundamental rights of citizens. Also in Mozambique, proposals for a new regime of tax benefits and general regulation of national cooperatives will be submitted to the Council of Ministers for consideration and approval by next month. These measures are part of the National Programme for Cooperative Development, an initiative launched last year to encourage the better organization of the informal economy and simultaneously ensure cooperation between the tax authorities and taxpayers. To achieve Portugal's goal of reaching 10 gigawatts of capacity produced by offshore wind energy by 2030, Prime Minister António Costa has announced that the public hearing to propose deployment zones for offshore wind energy production will be launched this week, with the auction expected to take place in by September. The Prime Minister also pointed out the ocean's key role in climate regulation and stressed the need for funding ocean-based initiatives on a global scale. The government of the Democratic Republic of the Congo approved the recovery plan for the Bakwanga Mining Company. According to the Minister of Portfolio, of the 453 million US dollars set aside for the revival of the Bakwanga Mining Company for a period of five years, 145 million US dollars will be dispersed in the first phase. In addition to this package, a three-year investment plan of more than 160 million US dollars has also been approved to accompany the company's recovery. 35 million US dollars this investment plan will be dispersed in the first year. Meanwhile, USA-based Lilium Group, which specializes in private investments and strategic partnerships, intends to invest in the Republic of the Congo in the sectors of agro-pastoral, energy and hydraulics, as well as infrastructures, notably the construction of the governmental city. The company requested an audience with the head of state to discuss the National Development Plan, its priority projects and those that fall within the framework of public-private partnerships. Lastly, Timor-Leste deposited its instrument of accession to the Convention on the Recognition and Enforcement of Foreign Arbitral Awards, the New York Convention, with the Secretary-General of the United Nations. The New York Convention will come into force in Timor-Leste 90 days after the deposit, that is, on 17 April 2023, and Timor-Leste will thus become the Convention's 172nd contracting state. hope you enjoyed this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Joana Graça Moura from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.